Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Back everybody, Sports Daily on KFH. Glad to be with you. You've got Shocker Men's Basketball coming up tonight on KEYN, seven o'clock uh, tip time for Mississippi Valley State, uh, a game Wichita State is heavily, heavily favored in. Tommy, I think something like uh, twenty-seven points or or something ridiculous like that. One of those that you don't touch with a ten-foot pole. I think, in college basketball. Basically, the spread that should have been in the Kansas-Missouri game we're seeing tonight with the Shockers and Mississippi Valley State. Uh, Shockers with a big win the other night. Um, getting some momentum, we think. And, and you know, Melvion Flanagan, we would suspect, going to get some more minutes tonight as he had a really nice performance. But Shockers-Mississippi Valley State will start there. Uh, what do you want to see tonight, Tommy? Did, do you need a 27-point win to feel good about this one? I think you do, and I think you can. I mean, I know you mentioned that it's it's probably a game you don't touch with a 10-foot pole. I kind of disagree with that a little bit because this is a Mississippi Valley team that's 1-9. in nine. Mm-hmm. They have scored over 70 points one time in a game, and that was their only win. They scored 52 in their last game against Mississippi State now. Mississippi State only beat them by 10, and they were favored by quite a bit. Mississippi State couldn't score, but their game before that against Arkansas State, Mississippi Valley only scored 38 points. This is a shocker team that we know can defend. We've seen them do that multiple times this season, and this is a Mississippi Valley team that can't score the basketball. So you would like to think that the Shockers can hold them down, keep them from scoring, and then hopefully the offense shows up too. I think you can win. I think you can cover by that 27-point margin. It's uh, the over-unders 126 and a half. Maybe that's the place to attack based on those defensive numbers you just threw. Shocker-unders are historically good. Um, So maybe this is a way you attack it. But but I I just, I want to see them play well from start to finish. I want to see them again this week not turn the basketball over. If I have to give you my, like, here's what I want to see, it's less than 10 turnovers. Can we get a game where the Shockers turn it over less than 10 times? Uh, That's what I want to see. And then, yes, I want a cozy win and all of those things, too. I think that's coming regardless. Um, but that's you know that's where we're at tonight. You'll hear the game. You can sort of – you can. It's tangible momentum, I think, 
building for this roster and its confidence and, you know, the pieces sort of coming together to some degree. And, I, you know, we saw about 10 minutes in that game on Saturday against Longwood where you wanted to bang your head against a wall, right? Did not look good. And then they got it turned around and they and they maintained it. And we'd seen them, you know, play relatively well, even in some of the losses they had. So hopefully there's another get-right spot ahead of Oklahoma State. They can work some things out, and then we get a good one at interest this weekend. Tommy, I can't help, though, but look around college basketball right now at some of the former Shockers and the success they're having. Um, and I don't know what to make of this other than to say, man, it it stings to see some of this success in other places when these guys were all playing at Coke Arena. Let's start with a guy you might not know is having success this year, and that's Chauncey Jenkins. Um, we barely saw him as a shocker. Well, he's at Old Dominion now, averaging about 13 points, three and a half rebounds, and three assists a game. Um, he's had 20-point games a couple of times this year, but 13 points a game for Old Dominion. Tommy, nothing to shake a stick at. And I think that's one, and that's not one of the obvious ones that we'll get to in just a second. How about these others that I'll tell you about? Um, and and first, let's start with the guys that were all there last year. Chauncey Jenkins was there. Dexter Dennis, of course, spent a long time at Wichita State. His impact's a little bit different. He led the Aggies in scoring in their most recent game against Oregon State. He's he's going for you know a little under nine points a game, four rebounds. Basically, we know the kind of defense he plays. He's doing about what we expected, right? About what he did at Wichita State. Capable of leading you in scoring be the best defender on the floor all the time and and sort of fill the stat sheet out that way. Mo Udesi, Tommy, 19 points a game and six rebounds a game right now is what the big fella is doing at New Mexico. Um, we'll see. He was he put up numbers at Wichita State too, but is working for him so far at New Mexico State. Uh, by the way, or sorry, at New Mexico, I should say. By the way, they just beat San Francisco. So uh, they have wins over San Francisco. They have win over St. Mary's. They're off to a great start this year, unbeaten. Um, so it's not like they're just they're just playing cupcakes. I mean, they beat SMU this year. Um, they have a win over North Dakota State. St. Mary's I mentioned. San Francisco I mentioned. And he's going for 19-6. and six. New Mexico's off to a fantastic start. And then the one everyone probably has heard about, Ricky Council. 19 points a game right now for Arkansas, one of the best teams in the country. And they are lighting it up right now. In his most recent game, 26 points against Oklahoma, another former shocker, Grant Sherfield, had 23 points in that same game. Now, he didn't play in this most recent Grant Sherfield didn't iteration of the shockers, but those other four guys did. And... I don't know what to make of the fact that all four of those guys were on the roster last year doing what they're doing in new places now. But, man, that stings a little bit if you're a Shocker fan. It does, and especially knowing that, you know, some of these guys we saw flashes of what they could do at Wichita State, but it does look like they're a little bit more consistent in their new places. And so that's, I think, a little bit interesting um, you know, Ricky Council has had a great season thus yeah. far for a really, really good Arkansas team. Sure. We did think this um, would happen for him. Absolutely. And Grant Sherfield uh, is having a great season for Oklahoma, consistently having a great season. 
they're not the only ones. There are other guys that, you know, maybe not this last season specifically, but in previous seasons have played for the Shockers that are also having great years so far, like Noah Fernandez at UMass. Um, you know, he's playing really well and he played for Wichita State. How about another name that, uh, you know, is going to fly under the radar normally, except for the fact that he came into Coke Arena his former home and had a great game earlier this season. And that was Trevin Wade from Alcorn yeah. state putting up 14 points. Um, so the, you know, there are several players that have been on this roster, not just in the most recent iteration of Wichita state, but in previous years that are all having really solid seasons. Yeah. You know, Trevin Wade was, he was buried on the depth chart. And I, I'm not sure that he should have been doing more at Wichita state. Um, I, I, I could be wrong about this. I believe he was, a walk on and I'm not even sure he was a scholarship player that was when his brother Trey Wade was here so don't don't quote me on that though I can't remember uh Noah Fernandes and I'm trying to put all these years together he was with Sherfield and Etienne in that first year I think where they had three or four really good looking point guards and they weren't mm -hmm. all gonna be able to play um and Etienne was the was the guy that stayed and the others left and that made some sense but Sherfield was the He's the reigning Big 12 newcomer of the week. He's having a fantastic year, and he had Wichita connections too. Um, it's it's these other four, I think, Tommy, that sting a little bit more. Again, Sherfield at the time made sense because there were other guys at that position that were also playing really, really well for Wichita State. So got to find your opportunity. That one I understood. But, man, Chauncey Jenkins, Dexter Dennis, Mo Udesi, Ricky Council, like those are all guys having a tremendous amount of success against good competition that were here last year. Now, I don't know how that stacks up to, you know, what the Shockers have at this very moment. They're still obviously coming together. And there was, you know, when when basically the entire roster turns over, it's going to take a little time to see if any of these new guys um, can reach the level that we just talked about with some of these other guys. I, I think it's a double-edged sword. It tells me that these, these players in this caliber player came to Wichita State in the first place, right? And then the other side of that sword is, why weren't they playing at that level while they were at Wichita State? That That's both sides of the sword there. But when you talk about a guy like Ricky Council especially, that was an Isaac Brown guy, right? He came in and Ivy went and found him and, you know, or his staff did anyway. And, and you know, you look at this and just makes you wonder, you know, had all gone well and there weren't so many outside circumstances with everything going on, what these guys could have been as shockers, and and it makes you I, – I think it's regret. I, I mean, I think it's regret. I don't know how many people were on the regret part of Mo Udesi, right, because he went to New Mexico, and it was like, that didn't even seem like a better opportunity. But, you know, he's, he's achieving the level of success. We certainly saw flashes of it at Wichita State. Dexter Dennis, everyone hated to see go, but he spent a long time at Wichita State, no – Real, you know, that was fine. He wanted to go to to the SEC, and that, that was all good. Grant Sherfield made sense. Chauncey Jenkins was going to have an opportunity, so it's a little disappointing to see that that opportunity he was probably getting this year f coming to fruition somewhere else. But it's the Ricky Council one that really stings. Um, whatever Wichita State needed to do, whether it was NIL opportunities, whether it was playing time, whether it was simply making him a part of the starting lineup and not the sixth man of the year, like whatever it was, that was the one you couldn't let him go, couldn't let him get away because he's going to be a superstar 
And he could have been a superstar at Wichita State. I, I mean, I fully believe it would have happened this year. What he's doing at Arkansas, he would have at least done at Wichita State. So uh, former Shockers having success in other places all over the country. Welcome to the transfer era. Uh, we've seen KU guys have a ton of success in other places. We obviously saw it with Quentin Grimes. Uh, who was a little point guard in the tournament last year that they saw? Um, whatever it was. But we, we see this all the time. Charlie Moore. Charlie Moore for mm-hmm. KU uh, goes mm-hmm. and has success other places. I got to check in on Nigel Pack. That's a guy I haven't checked in on at all. I'll do that during the break. Uh, Transfer Portal, though, it's just it's wild to see this stuff. And you're like, man, that what, what's happening here? 869-1240, we're going to come back. Uh, let's give some stuff away, Tommy. We'll do that a couple of times here on the program today. Uh, we got movie tickets I know everybody's excited about. Uh, to the Avatar movie. We'll give those away just a little bit later. We'll do that twice. We have Dan Israel, voice, uh, not voice of, I always say that, executive producer of the Chiefs Radio Network coming up at the top of the hour. We'll talk some Chiefs football. We can take a quick look back at Monday Night Football last night as well. Uh, Jam-packed Tuesday here on Sports Daily. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.